0: Hello and welcome to Coaching for Creatives. My name is Aura McKay, I'm a business coach and I'm the founder of Business of Creativity and I'm your host for Coaching for Creatives. Today's coaching topic is all about handling objections so that you can close more sales in your photography, your design business, or your other creative freelancing business. Let's look at first, why do our prospects, our leads, why do they make objections in the first place. What kind of objections do you hear most of the time and why do you think they make them? The biggest thing that most of my clients are afraid of is it's too expensive or I can't afford it. Sometimes they hear, I don't have the time or it sounds really great, but it's just not the right time for me. There's all different kinds of ways objections come about. But a lot of them have to do with money. That seems to be the one that is the most intimidating, the thing that freaks people out the most when they're trying to do a sales conversation for creative services. Let's look at that. Let's look at why do people make objections around money? Because it's not always the truth that they can't afford it. Often when people are making objections and they're saying, oh, it's too expensive or I can't really afford it or, oh, that's a lot more than I was thinking of. It's not necessarily the truth. There could be a whole bunch of other reasons why they're saying that. One of the reasons why people usually will make an objection is that it's human nature to want to have some sort of element of control, especially in a sales conversation. A lot of times human beings will just say no to the first offer or the first proposal, or they just want to have something to say no to. This is where a lot of people use as part of their sales strategy a This or this kind of option It gives people that element of control. It gets them something to say no to while they can still say yes to the service that they actually need. Sometimes people are objecting just because they want to feel like they have a little bit of control. The second reason why people might be objecting or saying no to your sales offer is that they don't connect to the value. So maybe it just doesn't make sense to them. Maybe they think, oh, that sounds like a great offer or a great package or a great bunch of services, but it's not really what I need. I see this a lot for photographers who are offering headshots. And there seems to be a completely diverse range in terms of how much does a headshot cost. People will come into a sales conversation anchored in anywhere between $50 and $2,000 in terms of in their mindset around what does it cost. They get into a sales call with you, you tell them your price and they either think, "Ooh, that's really low. There's no way that person can be giving me any kind of great service or they think, oh gosh, that's really high. There's no way I can afford it. The last reason why someone might be objecting to your offer because of price might genuinely be because it's the truth. It might be that they actually do see the value. They do see that it's worth it for them. They can see the transformation your service will make for them, but they just really genuinely don't have the funds right in that moment. Whatever the objection is, whether it is they're just wanting to exert some control, whether maybe they're just not quite connected to the value, or maybe they genuinely it's a real objection and they can't afford it, they don't have the time, whatever it actually is. One of our jobs is to try to figure out Is this a real objection or not? And as I share with you the five-step process for handling objections effectively, you're going to see how these five steps help you identify, is this a real objection or is this just a temporary freaking out anxiety objection? One last thing before we dive into the five steps for how to handle the objections Think about the last time you were on a call where somebody was making an offer to you, where they were selling something for you. And depending on the price point of your services, you might be asking people to make a pretty big investment to work with you. It can be scary to say yes to a new and big investment. There can be a lot of anxiety when people are trying to make a decision or make a choice about something, especially when they're trying to make a decision or a choice about something that's important to them. And often their branding designs or their photographs or the tools that they're gonna use to be able to market and sell themselves and run their business, these things are really important to them. We wanna remember that as much kind of anxiety and imposter syndrome and stress we might have about having the sales conversation, your counterpart, your prospect, your lead may be wrapped up in a whole bunch of those emotions of anxiety and worry and stress about making the right decision and it's a big investment and how do they really know it's gonna turn out when they? there's no way for them to know in advance especially since we're selling a promise and something invisible with compassion in our hearts, we're going to dive into the five steps for handling objections. And this is true regardless of what kind of objection, whether there are, I want to have control. I don't understand the value or this is a real objection and the truth. Step number one, you want to de-escalate you want to de-escalate the emotion and sometimes it takes a lot of courage for someone to speak up about their objection or to be able to say no to you or there may be that energy and the anxiety first step you want to de-escalate and my favorite way of de-escalating is just to acknowledge exactly what that person said and to let them know that they have been truly heard. so when someone says hey i don't really think i can afford it the first thing in de-escalation is to meet them where they're at and say hey i hear you it doesn't sound like you can afford it right now you want to just really acknowledge and meet them so you can de-escalate some of that energy and that anxiety step number two you want to reconnect them to their desired outcome. You wanna reconnect them to why it's important for them to make a decision, to why they want it. So this might be just a really quick little reflection back of some of the key things that they said they wanted. For example, yeah, I hear you. It really does sound like maybe you can't afford it right now. I know that it's important to you to be able to have images that truly represent who you are authentically and help you connect to the kinds of clients that you love. You've heard them. You're going to reconnect. And then the next thing is you want to isolate before you handle any objection. You want to make sure that it's the only objection because often what happens is we get so wrapped up into okay they made an objection i got to handle that right away i got to deal with it but sometimes and especially if they're just trying to have control or they're avoiding making a decision or they're not really connected to the value Sometimes they're gonna just come up with more and more objections. Once you handle one, then they're gonna say, oh, I don't think I have the time. Oh, I don't think I have the energy. Oh, Thursdays aren't gonna work for me. Oh, I need to get a haircut first. Like it just starts to snowball. This, if nothing else, step number three, do this step, which is to isolate and to make sure that this is the only objection. How I do this is I say something like, Other than trying to figure out how you might afford it, is there any other reason why you would not go forward with this project? Or is there anything else that would stop you from moving forward from this project? And you keep doing that until they say, no, there's nothing else that would stop me from moving forward from this project. Sometimes when you ask, They say yes, and then you do the same thing. You de-escalate, you acknowledge that you've heard them, you reconnect, and then you ask again, is there anything else that might stop you from moving forward? Once you have cleared the air and you have all of their objections in front of you, then you can choose the one that you feel is going to be the biggest one to unravel or the biggest one that is blocking them. And it may not be the first objection that they share. It may be the second or third objection that they shared. This is a little bit following your in, in intuition or your instinct. It's a little bit experience in being in a sales conversation, but it can also just be about being fully present and really listening in your sales call so that you can connect to the emotions and the feelings. And when you can see that there is a little bit extra, that's where you want to go first. The next step, step four is ask permission to guide. And especially if the objection is around money. Once you've deescalated, you've reconnected, you've isolated, you might say something like, can we have an honest conversation about money? Would it be okay if we had an honest conversation about how you can afford this, get permission before you start digging deep and finding a solution for them 99 times. They're going to say, yes, we can. Sometimes they're going to say no, every time they're going to feel grateful that you asked permission. And then you want to use your skills to guide them through finding a solution for the finances. Sometimes you can adjust your revenue collection and take installment payments. Sometimes you can defer payment until a certain phase. Sometimes you can find ways to break up the project into smaller bite-sized pieces. There's all different kinds of solutions that you can help people find. And finally, and maybe most importantly... Once you have actually handled the objection and you've guided them to a sense of a different perspective or a new way of seeing their challenge, you need to ask again. That's right. You must ask them again if they're ready to move forward with this project. Those five steps are de-escalate, reconnect, isolate, guide, and then ask for the sale again. If you've done a really good job in your sales conversation, handling objections can be so easy and it can actually be a really great act of service between you and your future clients. I'd love to hear from you what resonated. Do you still have questions about handling objections? Is there something that comes up for you over and over again that keeps you from getting the kinds of clients that you love, let me know, put it in the comments.